All right, we are live for the first time ever. Welcome back, Judge Buds, episode sixty-seven, aka the Benoit Pouliot episode. Just a fantastic era of Minnesota Wild hockey. Um, as always, your host Spokes Z, joined by my good buddy, Mister at State of Hoppy Hoppy. How we doing on this fine Thursday? Doing all right. We're doing all right. We got uh, hockey about to start up, and anyone that joins here gets to hear slightly better audio than if they tune into the ESPN broadcast. So, welcome. We've already got one comment from someone named Gun Toten Granny. Hey guys. Hey Granny. Uh, <laughs> we've we just dropped off three people. Anyways, uh, we've never done this live before. Um, I can't imagine anyone's going to choose to uh, tune in live versus watching the actual hockey game. If you do, you're sick in the head, and I love you. Um, we'll see how many people uh, stream in here, but I mean, do we just do we just get right into these fucking the playoffs? Because I mean, hot hot take, two hot takes from me last week, picking <laughs> picking the Canes and the Knights in seven. We got a Florida Panthers sweep. And now the fucking Vegas is on the verge of sweeping. Incredible by me. Just the ultimate mush job. Unbelievable. But, um, yeah, I, mean, I mean, how are we feeling? Well, first off, I need to correct you there because uh, you're right. Florida Panthers sweep the Carolina Hurricanes to advance the Stanley Cup finals. But at, something that we're going to try and introduce kind of gradually into the show over time is uh, table reads. So anyone that's familiar at all with, you know, the table reads that pop up, whether it's, I know the Toronto Maple Leafs did a pretty funny thing throughout their, uh, one of their charity events where like people would literally pick scripts and pick players that had to like read them. And I can't remember, it was Giordano and someone else literally did the uh, scene in Titanic where they're out on in the water on the door and someone had to be Rose and someone had to be Jack. Like, hmm. <laughs> That shit's just hilarious to me. But uh, for these, we're going to largely be sticking to just ridiculous things that either people say in press conferences or ridiculous statements released by you know team accounts, like uh, the inaugural one of this, I guess, that we didn't even know was going to lead to something. But the Logan Mayu announcement from the Montreal Canadiens, which was just an absolute joke, the way they broke that. But Z, at first one here, we got to go with Rod Brindamore's post game. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll just be the uh, I'll be the media member. Rod, does it make it any harder given that you guys got swept? Well, before I do the actual uh, read here, you have to be <laughs> Rod Rod Brindamore. So it's like he's always coked out out of his mind. He's like twitching, <laughs> like he's ready to fucking go. Somebody. Oh, he's I took like, I took one of the little like stutters and double down words out. Like I only left two of them in here. <laughs> well, anyways, you know, no, I'm not gonna do the voice. <laughs> That's the unfortunate part of this is that everyone's gonna look back and say you got swept, and that's not that's not what happened. Uh, okay. Uh, I watched the game. Me too. I'm I'm there. I'm caught in the game. We're in the game. We didn't lose four games. We got beat, but it's yeah. You know, we're we are right there. This could have went the other way. We could have been four games the other way. And tonight, the way it ended was tough. What the fuck, Rod? Um, 
<laughs> getting a penalty like that, that's tough. Especially what was let go when you go, oh, that's going to sting. <laughs> but not take any, anything away from the other team because they played hard. But I think we took huge steps this year coming far Coming this far, like I said, with what we're missing is pretty impressive. What the fuck was that word salad? <laughs> imagine letting that come out. Like, just imagine that's how you react. Uh, yeah, no, we didn't get beat. We lost, but we we did get beat though. Yeah, they didn't win. We lost. <laughs> like, or would it be the I other mean, way? Would it be better if they didn't win or we didn't lose? They just won. I don't know what's better. I don't know. They're both pretty psychotic, but uh, it's also like not surprising at all because it's just right up his alley. I mean, I love that. I love and hate him. Like whenever I'm watching the Carolina Hurricanes play a team that I like, I'm like, shut the fuck up one time. But like completely removed from it. Everything he does is fucking hilarious. I was game three, dude, maybe game four. I can't even know. It was game three. I was like just sitting there like because there were so many bad calls like early. Like, first period. Like, some were earned, but, like, other calls were just brutal. Uh, specifically, like, against the Canes. And I was like, this motherfucker must be sitting behind the bench. Like, I'm dropping a fucking 100K fine coming up. And I thought he was actually going to have to be, like, physically removed from the fucking arena. But uh, they didn't lose. Or I guess they – I don't really even know. No, they didn't lose. They got beat, but they didn't lose. So, just a they, tough – They didn't get swept. <laughs> No, no. They swept themselves under the rug. I don't really fucking know what... I mean, I do know what he's saying, but, like, it was just such a weird fucking way. And, like, again, it's Rod, so he's like, yeah, you know, with his weird hair. It was so hard because there there was no transcript anywhere that I could find. So listening through that video and trying to actually piecemeal the words that were said so that I could actually write it up for you, that was a chore. And Imagine being the person that has to to write that. That, that's probably they must have gone halfway through. They're probably like, "Fuck this!" This is no, that, that's for insane. sure what it is. It, it's not out there, so clearly they're just like, "Yeah, I'm not fucking writing this." <laughs> God damn it! But that being <laughs> said, the actual series. I mean, again, they he what he's saying too, though. Like, it's crazy how those games ended up, and it's the fucking Panthers. This is what they do. I saw it in the first round with Boston, up fucking three one. Brad Marchand with a breakaway buzzer beater in game five. Nope to end the series nope and they just come right back dude and like they just won't go away and i don't know if i should make any picks yet because i mean stay hot holy fuck my wallet is so upset like i'm down bad these playoffs like i mean my uh i have a couple uh sports bay accounts and they are not looking to too good i did put a future uh political bet though in <laughs> i got drunk at the bachelor party and started betting on like new zealand politics so that's where that's where this fucking nhl postseason has has led me is a real dark place but these fucking panthers man like just electric and i mean it makes me feel a whole lot better here in boston that like the team that somehow came back from 3-1 down is now like you're like I mean the Bruins are the only team to beat them more than once in the fucking playoffs, and now they're going to the cup as the fucking eight seed. Like, holy shit, dude! I don't know how they're fucking doing it. Like, with, especially with that defense core, like Mark Stahl playing fucking like twenty minutes a night. That's insane to me. But I mean, god damn it, good for them, dude. Yeah, to to think that Eric and Mark Stahl, current day, are going to the Stanley Cup Finals 
is pretty nuts. And I, I don't know, man. Anyone that's winning on hockey betting this postseason, I'm really worried because they probably think that they're really good at it. They're going to come in next year and just get absolutely buried because mm. this is not this is not how it goes. Not obviously, people talk about it where you feel better because okay, it's not as embarrassing that we lost, but isn't it also kind of a kick in the dick that it's like fuck, we could have like walked to the finals. Not to, to be. I was thinking about this the other day. I really don't think the Bruins would have beat Toronto. Like, no. I really don't. Like, I think Toronto would have. Uh, the way that that series just like was unfolding, even the games that the Bruins are winning, they only really like outplayed them the whole game. The Panthers, like in game four, they just like kicked the shit out of them. But sure. like, they just didn't have it going. So I honestly like was sitting there watching. Toronto beat Tampa, and I was like, and I mean, the way the regular season's gone too, the last two or three years, I honestly thought if it was Leafs Bruins, that the Leafs would actually just win. Like, it just felt like that time. And I honestly think, you know, all the fans yelling, we want Florida or whatever. Oh, man. Obviously, a big mistake. Tough, tough scene for them. Um, but I, I remember when they were saying, I was like, I don't think you do. Like, I really don't. Like, I think you want, like, the Bruins, first of all, are beat the fuck up and the Leafs really have just been kicking the shit out of them in the regular season the last couple of years so um but I was thinking about that too and like even the Bruins don't play well against Carolina either so it's like either way like past couple of years like, it doesn't look good either way for them um but like these pan like the Panthers they just have it going dude and I mean Kachuk's doing the walk-off sellies Sam Bennett's killing people like They've just got it going on right now, and they are fucking vibing. And Bob is on an absolute tear, just came out of retirement, and just decided to, like, be the best goalie on the planet again. Like, some of these saves he's making, dude, is insane. Well, let, let's talk about it then. Like, moving on to the Florida Panthers, right now, who is their con Smythe? It's so hard because even after the Bruins series, I was like, there's no one other than Kachuk. And like, he uh, like was fairly quiet against Toronto, like still just like he was injured. He got, I think he took a shot off the hand. But then this series, again, like there were a few periods every game where Carolina was just all over them. But Bob was just there standing on his head. And again, he's made like, five or six game-saving saves each game against fucking Carolina. So, like, it's hard for me to to not say Bob, even though he didn't necessarily whatever start the playoffs. But I don't really think that matters, obviously. But, like, I think I'll go Bob. But, I mean, Kachuk having the game winner plus two OT winners in this last series to sweep Carolina in the Eastern Conference Final, it's like they both deserve it more than anyone. So, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone else is really particularly close. Maybe like a Reinhardt who's just been an animal. Montour is a beast against her, uh, Boston. Like they've had just certain different guys stepping up. And then if you want to go like all lunatic team, Radko Gudis is right there. Did uh, you? S- he's dude. not the leader of the all lunatic team. No, that's hard to beat Sam Bennett in that front. Right. Uh, and apparently Rod. Um, but like there was a, he made a back check yesterday in the first period where like he took this dumb shot from the corner and it 
clearly got blocked and he chased like it was his own fuck up, but he chased the fucking uh, I forget who it was, which guy Carolina it was, uh, but he chased him down, poke check, wins the puck. And as the plays go the other way, as he's still like making the poke check, he's screaming at the dude like, fuck you. And I was like, this guy's fucking out of his mind. And like he is just wildly entertaining he's it sucks when your team plays him because he's always been like this just a complete monster and a menace i mean you saw the picture after the fucking series winning goal against toronto like and that beard is insane his fucking pre-game outfits the suits he wears he is just an absolute cartoon an evil evil cartoon character and uh i mean he stepped up and played really well too dude like they're just like everyone's clicking at the right time it's crazy and completely different team from from the regular season like not even close it's crazy so i'm honestly like like pretty pumped that they are doing this because it's they're wildly entertaining and i told you it was gonna be a murder fest i thought it'd be a seven game just killing each other but uh, i mean only went four uh but those teams were just kicking the shit out of each other. And Florida is clearly making the statement like, no, nah, 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 no one, <laughs> no one kicks the shit out of anyone better than we do. And like, they are just a bunch of fucking pricks. Imagine having to play hockey against Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> that would suck so bad. And he is just a fucking monster. Are you like what he just did at Nat Conference final is a, I mean, the walk-offs, just beautiful stuff. Just beautiful. His dad did that when he was playing. I think they wanted to get on a private jet to go to Vegas after a game or L.A., and he did the same shit. He's like, fuck this. Next shift, I'm going out and I'm scoring. We got to go. And he just scored an OT, ran right off, and just didn't do a post game. There's a big walt. (laughs) And the boys just ran to the locker room. And by the time they got there, he had all of his shit off, and he was already showered. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. Oh god. So, I mean, you talk though about how different Florida's been since the regular season. A lot of people are throwing this around and I I want your opinion on it. Are the Florida Panthers comparable to the 2012 LA Kings? I mean, in a way, I guess I still think it's different. Like, I do think they're two completely different teams. Like they do just bully everybody. That's like similar. But the the Kings were just absolute like muck job every game. And I do think the Florida's like the Panthers just have some players that flash crazy skill. I think they're faster because the Kings literally like the slowest team in the league, but they were just pounding the shit out of everybody in the playoffs. But I mean, in that like, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it's a similar type story or whatever. Um, I mean, and well, I mean, you, you think a, that that year too, they barely made the playoffs. They did, but I guess for me, so the, the, where it is comparable, right? You got an eight seed getting in last minute. Great goalie carries you. Go on a cool run. Yeah. But for me, and I might be biased because I was all over the Kings back in 2012. Like I hammered them preseason once they eked in at, the eighth seed, I threw even more money on them, and they were just a team that was built to do damage in the playoffs. And I don't know. Maybe I'm on an island here, but I basically thought Florida Panthers had no chance. I thought they would maybe be lucky to squeak into the playoffs like they did. And even when they did, 
no one was sitting here being like, watch out. This is a team that could do damage. Everyone's like, yeah, like whatever. I, I don't know right. if anyone really picked the Florida Panthers in their pools unless it's like, well, everyone else is picking Boston. I guess I'll pick Florida just in case. Like Matthew Kachuk yeah. is the only person in the world that thought Florida would beat Boston. Right. Yeah, no, and I, that's – yeah, no, I agree with you on that front too. It's like they, they've got a bunch of pricks in their lineup, but it was just – because, again, like the Kings, it was just a bunch of dudes that were like fucking 6'2", 6'3", 220, just murdering people. Like – and you looked at the Panthers lineup, they had a few guys, but not the same way. And even like you said, like no nobody was like, oh, that's a team, like watch out. Like the only people, I mean, like I was saying, like that's a team that could still score a million fucking goals, but they, the defense, the goalies, whatever, whatever. Um, so yeah, no, I do think in that sense it's it's way different. But overall sentiment, eight seed taking off like the three fucking uh, best teams in the East on their way there. Same sentiment, right? So, um, and I mean, the Kings did that. Was it that year they did? They were down 3-0 against San Jose and they came back? I think that was that year. They were the other team that fucking uh, that, that eliminated that. The three but they definitely took down like a frame. President's Trophy winner in Vancouver. Yeah, they took down the con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Isha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Jesus. I don't know. It's... It's just it's different, me, but similar. It's different. a similar yeah, storyline. Completely different. From, for me, yeah. though, I think I think that the 19 Blues are closer to the Kings than the Panthers are. Because again, the Blues yeah. going into that season, people were so high on them with some of the moves they made. Yeah, that was crazy. They were dog yeah. shit. Looked like trash at like Christmas time. They make the switch. They bring in Bennington, who had his one year where he was just a psycho. In a good way. Wow. And Baruby, who like clearly turned the team around. And it was bizarre, man. That's, I think that's the most I've ever won on a, on a futures bet just because like I didn't think they'd win. I, it was more like a float because I'm like, holy shit, they look good. And somehow they went on like a six or seven game win streak and the odds were still like 45 to one. I'm like, I'll play this game. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) But you at least like saw something where you're like, yeah, okay. They were this team at the beginning of the year. They made two tweaks that are now putting them back on that trajectory. Let's go. Where Florida, no one gave them shit for a chance coming into this year. And I think it just makes it that much cooler. Uh, the only disappointment here really is that they can't wear their uh, reverse retro jerseys because those are absolutely beautiful. Dude, the fucking like rules and regulations about which sweaters fucking teams can wear is such a joke dude. Dude, there should be a rule that vegas can't wear those fucking mustard jerseys those are so gross those are heinous those are heinous but um no but that the blues point you just made dude it's so funny like the commentary after they won the cup like oh who could have seen this coming it's like well literally everybody before the season started like everyone was like yeah that's a contender the the (laughs) shit that was unbelievable was how fucking bad they were up until fucking 20 the year 2019 so well um, shit though man like as we transition then and talk about the other side of the coin here with uh, vegas now up one nothing five minutes into the first period in, in an elimination game where dallas is without their captain um the thing that keeps popping up that is kind of interesting to me is the buffalo sabers who right now we're looking at reinhardt versus eichel in the stanley cup finals which is just like obscure 
But you also look at, we're talking about the St. Louis Blues there. Like, they send Riley. O'Reilly, sorry. Go on and win a cup. They send Eichel. Might go on and win a cup. Like, are they the kingmakers? I think they are. I think they deserve a cut. They deserve a little bit more of the uh, revenue sharing than everyone else, you know? Uh, dude, just some of the storylines that pop up, specifically this playoff, it's crazy. And, like, the whole shit about, like, history repeats itself. It's like, holy fuck, like, it's going on script here. It's crazy. But well, also, at the same time. <laughs> also, history doesn't repeat itself because no matter what, uh, assuming that Vegas advances, which I I just don't know how that doesn't happen, uh, we're getting a first-time Stanley Cup champion. Neither of those teams that. is one, which is awesome, except for there will be just endless bitching and Eeyore activity from Minnesota Wild fans who are like, oh, one more team that passes us on the cup chase, and especially if it's Vegas, oh, weird. They've existed for six years. We've been here for 23. Hmm. <laughs> but Yeah, fucking people will always find a way to be fucking miserable and somehow make it about their team, you know? Right. And it's yeah. interesting because, uh, so Matthew here, uh, does Trelevin get a ring for the Kachuk trade? I'd argue that Ron Hextall should get a ring. What say you? Yeah, yeah, without Hextall, the fucking Panthers are sitting at home right now. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the the Penguins lose that first round in two games. Fuck it, they probably would have lost twelve nothing and eleven to two. They fucking stink. And then they, they just stink, go stink, stink, stink. Yeah, but if there's uh, no Ron Hextall, they also don't stink, stink, stink. So Yeah, yeah, true. You know what is funny too about the, with the tree living thing? Uh Sarah, I think it was Sarah Valley tweeted that like the Toronto GM job is tree livings to lose. And I was like, man, I don't know if you just watch what happened at Calgary. If you want to trade one of the, the fucking big four, I don't know. if you, <laughs> I don't know. Like, cause again, no, it, it's similar to the blue situation. It's like, I at the time that seemed like, you know, yeah, that this should work. And then in whatever it didn't for a little bit, but uh, yeah. like in my, that was the first thing I thought of. I was like, man, are you about to get fucking Huberto to like, Holy shit. Uh, or I guess in that sense, Kachucked. Uh, but it was just funny, like, because, like, they're all whatever they have to like move on from one of the big four, which they probably do. But I was like, man, did you just see what happened in fucking Calgary? Um, but I mean, also that a little shouldn't bit have, different shouldn't when, have happened uh, the way the it did. The team though. forces the yeah, players yeah, yeah, out yeah, yeah, instead yeah, yeah, of yeah. both players raising their hands and being like, I would not like to be here any longer. Just yeah. like an absolute stud who we'll talk about more this summer, but depending on what the cost of acquisition is, like, I'd be very intrigued to slightly overpay to get Lindholm to the Minnesota oh, Wild. Yeah, dude. That He's would be so a lot of fun. Good. Dude, the he second that he got traded from Carolina, I like shit my pants. I'm like, what is happening here? He's unbelievable. Like he one of my favorite players in the fucking league forever. Like we agree on a lot of players. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Rupe. <laughs> um Man, Lindholm's such a stud, though. I think it's what he's got two more years, like four, eight, seven, five, or some shit. Like, unreal. Con like, man, if they did decide to move on from him, like, which this would be stupid, especially if they want to compete. But, like, well, he said he's out. He said he is not extending. Really? Yeah, I didn't see said, that. I have not been paying attention no. to shit. No, he, he has. 
he hasn't come out publicly saying it, but the word going around is that he has told the team that he does not intend to resign. So if they want to move him, that's up to them. And oh, he's got one year, right, so one year left. One year left. So well, that's more than fucking that's, more than reasonable. Dude. Right. That's a but you're going to be getting him a big old pay bump after this, which again, oh, yeah. I am very open to though, if the wild are willing to play ball a little bit, because that is the one C that you can absolutely work with. Um, yeah. And that's where, again, we are not proponents of trading a Marco Rossi, but if it's in a deal to bring a guy like that back, sure. Yep. Do it. Agree. Disagree. Yeah, I mean, I'm still just on the trade. You can't fuck. I'm on the trade. It's like, not giving up on him if you get. No, I know. I should. Well, I know. It's just like, I don't know if you're if you're of the in the camp like, it's just not going to happen for him, Minnesota and whatever. Then yeah, but um, I don't know. Like to me, that still qualifies as like giving up on him though. Because I mean, what's Lindholm? Twenty eight, twenty nine. Uh, I thought he was 27, 28. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll Could look be. it up right now. I have no but idea. I guess my question is, because it is, I guess, a little off with the timing, but do you think that Marco Rossi is going to be better than Lindholm? His ceiling is, yeah. That's why he went where he did in the draft and like why he was so coveted. I it's mean, 28. yeah. So they like, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Fair. It is, it's very, it is like you would love, it's, it's one of those situations where you probably love it for what, four years, five, maybe five. Uh, And then if Marco Rossi turns into the player that he absolutely is capable of turning into, you're like, fuck, (laughs) this dude is fucking, um, yeah. So I think it's like, it is an interesting conversation though, just with like, how you're approaching that trade and like how you view that player, what kind of a player you would be looking to bring in. If you were actually going to part ways with Marco Rossi, if you were going to dangle him out there, like what caliber of player you want to bring back. It is an interesting um, conversation though, for sure. Like, cause I mean, again, Lindholm, we've seen it. Like he's just been a stud and like, not just with points. He does it at both ends. Like, He's been in the running for Selkies before. Like he's a beast, dude. So, um, yeah. And I guess kind of you kind of wonder if it's like if that's the type of player that you project Rossi to turn into, too. You know what I mean? So, sure. It's interesting. It's interesting I mean, for sure. It's it's the four year window thing, right? Like that makes you a more viable team to at least win a playoff round in the next two years. And you got two years after that where all bets are off. You're like that's your window. That's where Bill Guerin is trying to contend. It's kind of along the same lines of uh, obviously not the same with expected potential, but sending O'Reilly to the blues and then getting a guy who popped and now ask St. Louis if they regret trading a guy like Thompson. I wonder how, I do wonder how people feel about that too. Cause I mean, they fuck, they want a cup. Cups are forever, (laughs) man. They got the cup. I'm not going to complain if you get a cup, right? Right. Yeah, it's exactly. If they lose to Boston like, this is in that the one, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, again, like, this is just the fascinating fucking, like, thank God we don't have to actually be the ones making these fucking decisions, dude. 
Like, I would be such a coward. Like, I'll talk all this shit from my fucking computer screen. Like, like, trade this guy. Russo says that all the time, too. He's like, man, if I was a GM, the entire team would be fucking traded. And I'd look like an idiot. (laughs) One bad game, really. Like, all right, out, six round pick. Thank you. Oh, man. Uh, I'm just waiting for the article, too, that says, you know, if the Wild didn't fire Paul Fenton, maybe the Wild are playing in the finals right now. Maybe they fly a piano. Oh my God. All right. Let's, let's pivot back to this series though. And everyone's kind of been doing the debate back and forth. Like who, who's the best American in the NHL Matthews versus Kachuk before we even address those two head to head. Where does Eichel fit into that conversation for you right now? The way he's playing. It's yeah. I mean, you have to put him up there, right? Like, I mean, he fucking in that in the last round, he outdoed fucking McDavid, like, which is crazy. Um, man, I really wish his weird neck thing just never happened because that dude was like, I mean, he's still, I mean, he's incredible, yeah, and he had a great year, a quiet year, but a like quietly great year in Vegas and he's having a great playoff. Like he is an absolute stud. And so it is interesting. Like, where do you place him? It's, it's hard for me to put him above Matthews. I just don't know if I can do that. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at him the first time playing in the playoffs and uh, he's delivering. Mm. So, well, he's, he's only getting better as the playoffs. I know it's crazy. He is a fucking monster. Like, he is unbelievable, dude. It's crazy, like, how bad some of those Buffalo teams were, and he was still, like, 1.3 points per game. Like, <laughs> he's fucking lighting it up by himself. Um, and it's funny, looking back, I wouldn't go and trade for Jack Eichel because blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. The people that were just harassing me for saying that I like Jack Eichel is <laughs> yeah. absurd. Oh, my yeah, God. But, yeah, but Hoppy, he's an asshole, I, I, th- I think. Yeah, he's he's an asshole. <laughs> I, that, was, oh, all right. that was the best he's got real character concerns like says i love who. that shit i love that shit the people that have never met the meta player in their life well character concerns i'm like what the fuck are you talking about live in buffalo on a shitty hockey team for yeah, fucking say, his, six his character years. seems okay now i don't know <laughs> yeah weird we haven't heard a fucking thing maybe i'll throw that out randomly like <laughs> god damn it no, it is interesting. Like he's, I mean, he's right there, though, right? I mean, it's 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 funny because uh, it's almost like you pose the question. It's like it feels like a stretch, but realistically, there's a fucking kid that went right behind McDavid in 2015. Like he's been a stud forever. Everyone knows it, but it's just like it's funny because I mean, he's been in Buffalo for so long. The thing with the neck really like just got him so much, him for whatever reason so much bad PR uh, that it almost just like clouded people's like judgment on how good at hockey he was um yeah exactly sean he wanted to get the correct surgery for his neck what an asshole can't believe it piece of shit um <laughs> scumbag but it's funny it's just funny how like that really saga it felt like really actually like affected how people viewed him as a hockey player which is like so <laughs> not even close also if i got that surgery and that happened to my neck I would never do anything athletic in my life ever again. And here this motherfucker is just right back into it this year, lighting it up, playing his ass off of the playoffs. One of the best players on the planet. Like 
some of these like some of these injuries these dudes come back from i'm just like dude i would never move at a faster than walking pace ever again in my life i try to do that now and i don't even have any like crazy injuries but uh it, dude that kid yeah no i mean he's right there though in terms of the best american players in the nhl right now like he's right there yeah. you can make an argument for him too like being the best player uh best u.s born player in the in the league so mm-hmm. um yeah no it's good for him again like the playoffs are better when the elite players are playing in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, any time a player can get out of a bad situation and a bad, um, you know, on a bad team or whatever, they haven't experienced the playoffs. Like, I love that he's just stepping right in and immediately just getting better. Like you said, getting better each round, like, is hard enough for anybody. But someone that's never even been in the playoffs and never, like, sniffed the playoffs before, um, it is awesome. So, I'm glad that like now all of a sudden those like people questioning the type of character he is like all of a sudden now that he's just lighting it up again. Weird. That disappeared. Can't believe it. Shocking. Wow. Um, And I mean, also in that front too, like being here in Boston, people that were like trying to shit on Cassidy. Cause like, again, like he absolutely did piss off pretty much 90% of the dressing room by the end of the, his tenure in Boston. And for whatever reason, people forgot about just how good of a fucking coach this guy is. He's a fucking elite coach. He's a top five coach in this fucking league. And um, I'm happy for that guy. I love I love that dude. So very happy for him, too. Like, all that guy wants to do is have his fucking name on the Stanley Cup. Um, and I'll be shocked if he's not at least one step closer after tonight. Um, and again, stay hot, Spokesy, with your picks uh, in the uh, conference finals here. Jeez, yeah, everyone somebody. should hammer Dallas down one right now. <laughs> oh, oh, God. oh, well, Sp- and now that we ha- are on this series, dude, game seven, Seattle and uh, Dallas, I had nine different prop bets in that game. I went 0 for 9. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. A couple of them, though, were like betting Seattle live, though, when they went, when they went down. Sure. Uh, Wyatt Johnson, Jesus Christ, what he's so fucking good. Um, but yeah, I, I it sucks that these series are just going. I mean, I I'll be shocked if Vegas doesn't win tonight. So it's gonna it sucks that they both are gonna be four game fucking series, dude. Because like in my head, these are two series that we deserve seven games of. Um, yeah. Well, at so. least at least one of them wasn't a sweep. We'll see if tonight is. Uh, gotta address then going to the other side of this game obviously we're a short one player on the dallas side and we we might as well do the second in the same live stream here the second table read we've got jamie ben talking about the uh whole uh well debacle from last game so let's go here jamie would you change anything on the play involving mark stone yeah, obviously didn't want to take a five-minute penalty. Oh, weird. They didn't want to. Um, but when the game happens fast, bro, what? That was the slowest fucking developing ridiculous penalty I've ever seen in my life. Uh, emotions are high. Oh, are they? In the playoffs, bro. Obviously, I. it's going to be hard to not laugh. <laughs> Obviously, I would have liked to not fall on him. And I guess use my stick as the landing point. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's just pause before we go to the remainder of his statement. Just go ahead and uh, 
take a second, soak it in, and uh, share your thoughts. <laughs> I, uh, what? It, he... Did he even fall? Uh, he... It's like he jumped downwards. Like He literally was like, ah, and just was like, your face, my stick, no ice. I'm not landing on this. I just want to put it through your skull. And he's saying, oh, yeah, I fell, and I, I guess. You didn't use the stick as a landing point. You used his fucking face to catch your stick. <laughs> like, you fucking lunatic. That was, I'm not kidding, the most brain-dead play i have ever seen he literally was like well marcus felino you know he didn't get suspended and he got fucking uh kicked out of the game for a shift so i bet i could take this a step further here and he just <laughs> i mean he he lunged at his face with his stick like how did how is he's fucking how is, done it before man this isn't the first time he's done that exact same thing <laughs> And Matthew just said he loaded up on the way down. He literally was like going down. And like at one point, his stick was higher than it was as he started to quote fault and just fucking grave digger, <laughs> just absolute tombstone with his fucking stick. Right. Like it wasn't even close to like Stone's shoulder or his arm. Like it was just straight skull. Well, but <laughs> he was like, oh, what? Bizarre, though, I can't believe this. Dude, they had him not go to the press after the game and you're thinking okay this makes sense they're being smart no dude they had they so seem- much time for him to cool down and like that's, that's they could have had a meeting they could have had a pr guy go that's talk to him point, before though. like it's crazy. either way they're they're thinking okay all that him talking can do is make things worse so they wait until the next day and still before meeting Somehow. with with player safety worse. they still still have him come out and talk and this is what they fucking came up with are you fucking kidding me and then it only gets better uh so jamie during your hearing with player safety do you plan on using the i fell on him defense Uh, yeah we'll probably go through the whole play starting from our end yeah fucking four seconds um brian i'll i'll try and tell them how i was feeling and what what was going on in that situation what what was going on jamie like what were you thinking how oh i'm sorry i didn't know you may have felt like shit well Um, i don't understand why his thought process has anything to do with him just falling and catching himself on a guy i don't know (laughs) it just basically directly contradicts everything he just said (laughs) he wasn't he wasn't feeling good okay he was feeling he was bloodthirsty. What do you want him to do? You know, not fucking try to take Mark's skull, Mark Stone's skull and remove it from the rest of his body. How are you supposed to, uh, you know, what's he what's he going to do? What's he going to do? Not cross check him in the fucking face on the way down. I mean, let's <laughs> God damn it. I Dude, can't like be serious here, but like. How, how Peros, you're telling me you wouldn't have done the same fucking thing? How how exactly do you think, like, if he actually went to that fucking player safety meeting, and was like, let's go through this whole this whole play uh, starting in our end. Now, let me just tell you how I felt 
and exactly what was going on because you clearly can't see what was going on on camera. Um, I was feeling a little bit upset. I have a lot of stuff going on at home and Mark, Mark had the fucking gall to skate near me. And um, so I decided, you know what? That wasn't very nice of him. I'm going to put him on his fucking ass, throw his stick eight feet away. And then I'm going to use my stick because it belongs in his skull. So like, what are you going to do? Suspend me? How, how do you think the meeting started actually though? Like if you're Paros, if you're Paros, are you just like sitting there? Like, so you fell, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have the remote in your hand and you're just like, T tell me to hit pause whenever you started falling. <laughs> I don't know, man. You might be onto something, though. It's 2023. Like, people's feelings and mental health are important. Like, he goes and sits down at the meeting. He's like, you guys got no idea what it's like to walk a mile in my shoes. I've been sleeping on the couch for the entire playoffs because my girl still thinks that I should be going down on her. And I, I don't know how I'm going to get it through to her. There was you guys so can't mad. imagine. It's amazing. The Anytime he does anything, those fucking like jokes come up. I'm like, man, why, why did that guy like let this get public, dude? That's crazy. Like, but just imagine just sitting there in that meeting, just play. <laughs> Jamie, but you fell. <clears throat> Hold up, rewind. The whole shift, it was fucking eight seconds. Of Whatever. Play. You, you, your stick is a landing. Pause. That's his face. That's, that's his face. <laughs> All right, hold on. Jamie, you're going to have to walk me through this again. Exactly, exactly how did how, how did this unfold in your head? Because I'll tell you what, it looks like you just fucking like kind of tackled him, half slow-footed him. You used your stick as a landings. That's just all right. Run it through with me again. Let's let's, let's do this again. Give me the play by play here, JB. Like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, man. <laughs> Imagine if K Ben's like, yeah, what you just said is way better than what I was gonna say. So we'll go with that. <laughs> I can't remember. I think it's the movie the uh, the other guys. You see that movie? Yeah. And it, like, I think it's at the beginning. They've got a guy like you robbed the store or whatever, like with a gun. And then they, no, I didn't. And then they played the footage and it's like him with a gun robbing a store. And he just goes, it could be any guy. That is not me. <laughs> that was Tyler Sagan. That was not me. That was Sagan. Oh, now you're throwing Sagan under the bus, Jamie. Unbelievable. Holy shit. What if, what if that was his defense? That is, that is not me. I did not do that. Hey, great. Hey, Peros, Peros, look at me. Hey, hey, right here. Who's more hey. likely to be going down in that scenario? Me or Tyler Sagan? You know this. The whole world knows this. I don't do that. I'm on record. You guys know. Listen, that's not me. That's some serious Michael Bay CGI type shit you got going on. I did not. That's Photoshop. That's, you did that on Canva. If, if I did that, Mark Stone will be hurt. Come on. I just fucking that was I mean, I could not believe that I like. It just kept getting more stupid. Like, I, 
trying to defend yourself in that situation. Like, if that was me and they played the video, I'd just be like, um, that's pretty damning. Um, I didn't mean to. Also, there's a dude in Dallas sitting behind the uh, the Vegas bench. He just has a fucking camo zip sweatshirt on. <laughs> Dallas is fascinating. Oh, God. But yeah, no, Jamie Ben. weirdly, he got suspended. Was it two games? Two games. I wonder if it would have been one if he just didn't fucking say anything. <laughs> I know. He, put, he really, he's like, well, Jamie, now you're just trying to make an ass out of all of us. Uh, you know, just for that. Like, that's insane. That was the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh, we got a Dallas on Dallas hitting their own offensive zone. That's good. Um, I just unbelievable stuff from Jamie Ben there. Like, the dumbest, the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Like, at no point could he have ever gotten away with half of that. Like, it's there was like 17 penalties in four seconds. And I mean, like when they called, when they told him, when they made the call, like he was done for the game, he just, he didn't even look at the ref. He was like, fuck. And he just skated right off. He was like, oh man. But yeah, he had so much time to think of an answer. He had so much time. That, to that's, like... that's what blows my mind the most. It's like, you had all night to think about this. You could have talked to people. You had time to cool down and think about it. And this is what you fucking landed on. Oh, I fell. And I, I guess my stick broke my fall a little bit. I wonder if he actually thought no one was going to ask him about it. <laughs> like, oh, I don't, know, I don't know why you're asking me that. Why did that come up? <laughs> Sorry. What happened? Uh, oh, no, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not there asking anymore. this, but you know people will ask this. Is this something that warrants a change in the offseason where they name a new captain? Is it that level of no. stupid? I mean, I can't imagine that would happen. I Unless they want to be like, hey, Joe. I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine Peter DeBoer would name Joe Pavelski captain. True. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, Ryan Suter's sitting there, like, just waiting for his opportunity. What a fucking asshole. Uh, <laughs> did that see, was it game one or game two? That brutal turnover. And then he gets fucking beat. Was it the OT winner, too? I can't remember. It was just, no, it wasn't the OT winner. It was just a brutal sequence from Suter. And they fucking asked him a question after the game about it. And he was like, why would you ask? Like, uh, how dare you ask me a question about a play that I fucked up? I don't actually don't even think I did fuck up. <laughs> I think everyone else did. God damn. <laughs> He's a fucking unbelievable fucking guy. It's fantastic. It's fun. I don't know. I tweeted the video of the amount of people being like, oh, man, hmm, you hate to see Suter make a play like that. Oh, man, that's just so sad. I was like, yeah, fucking it's unreal how everyone's still fucking. Dude, the second he got bought out, everyone's like, yup, fuck this guy. And I was like, yeah. It was No, dude, it was like a solid day or two where everyone's like, why the fuck did he get bought out? And then immediately everyone's like, no, yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck that guy. Fuck him. You know what? Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> oh my god! So, I can't believe they gave him a four or five year deal after that. So before we get into the uh, the fun segment here, the uh, the all name team for the twenty twenty three draft prospects this year. Looking at Dallas and looking at Carolina, do you see either team like 
making any notable changes on their roster or are these both teams that need to run it back and just do the same shit? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say Carolina needs to make any changes. I mean, they were without Pacioretty, without fucking Svechnikov. Mm. Tara Vinen came back on a broken end. Like, so I, I think if you look Carolina, like, man, like what if they had those guys? Obviously, I mean, you never know. That could have made no difference. But um, I mean, the way they played this year, dude, they were fucking unbelievable all year long. They were great in the playoffs when they were still. Oh my god, do they still want to? Do? <laughs> oh, Dallas that. fans are clamoring for him to be bought out, and it'd just be so funny if two teams were paying him on buyouts. And you know, he'd go sign somewhere that. else. He'd probably get a four-year deal out of it too. Um, it's the way to do it. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, no, Carolina, I don't think so at all. Um, and really, Dallas too. Like, I mean, really, they again, they had a fucking great year. And, um, you know, what changes would you even really like? No, I would say neither team needs like major, like roster, like major surgery to the way they build their teams. But like, cause again, you look at Dallas, they've got guys coming. They've got Stankoven coming. Like they've got more prospects on the way too. So no, I think you just, uh, you probably, I mean, I'd imagine they run it back. Fair. Anything else you want to talk about with any of these four teams? Anything that we haven't discussed beyond? I mean, fuck, we spent half this thing on just Jamie Ben, which is worth it. We probably could talk about him for another 20 minutes. Yeah, he's innocent. Free my boy Jamie, even if he did do it. Um, <laughs> Jamie Ben and Brittany Griner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Same shit. Good, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, no, I mean, realistically, good for Florida. I'm excited to watch them continue on. I think Kachuk and Bennett might have some legitimately evil shit up their sleeve for the Stanley Cup final. Um, Dude, assuming I mean, Vegas will go through here, that is I. The one prediction I'll make is that is going to be a fucking murder fest. Like, well, they got to watch out for the game. toughest guy in the league, right? Oh yeah, no, yeah, for sure, for sure. So tough, he's beating everyone up. Fucking unbelievable minivan Petrangelo. Um, but oh, actually, sorry, last thing on Vegas, Braden McNabb is the human Easter Island head. That's what he is built like, and he is just an absolute truck. Um, and that's really all I wanted to say about that. Every I mean, time I see him, like that's an Easter Island head right there. I mean, same shaped wrong. face, same build, pretty much killer but um yeah no that so florida vegas stanley cup final how about it how about it i don't know that's still bizarre to me what what are the storylines there so we got both of them are gonna get like someone will get the first cup in their franchise history we got eichel against reinhardt which like sorry sabers fans sorry joey that's probably not ideal um then you got minnesotans basically hating Vegas. They'll all be cheering for Florida, but we actually got three MNCAA guys playing for Vegas, three different Minnesota teams represented. And maybe I'm even missing some, I don't know, but we for sure got, well, benched hot dog lover, Phil Kessel from the Gophers. We got Teddy Bluger who dude, we'll get into this more next week, but the fucking story that came out about how big a dipshits, Ron Hextall and goddamn Morehouse are 
like Teddy Bluger on the dad's trip finds out on Twitter that he got traded. Like just a fucking dumpster fire, but Teddy Bluger of uh, Mankato. And then we got Zach Whitecloud from Bemidji. So that's fun. I the blue shit's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, it's like nuts. I could not fucking. I read that and I was like, no fucking way. Unbelievable. No tax. That's right. No state tax. I mean, that happens no matter no, what. If Dallas makes it, it's still no tax. I mean, yeah. So there you go. Which yeah, uh, that's, that was the big topic for uh, America today. Is well, is this why Canadian teams? can't contend because the money just doesn't work <laughs> yeah that's it it's got it's the only reason monopoly money the only reason baby they'll never win again just kidding i shouldn't say that the entire country will never win again yeah, ever they actually just relocate all the teams out of canada like this is fucking crazy we can't keep doing this you've lost all of your teams it's funny it's like teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah move them all <laughs> god damn it (laughs) we're actually just folding the toronto maple leafs the tucson roadrunners are now an nhl team oh man (laughs) oh shit matthews tucson roadrunner legend that's right yeah god damn all right, All right. We, should, well, we should move on here let's let's get to the all name nominees uh again anyone that's not familiar with you know minnesota's all hair team pretty popular uh actually kind of got this from uh have you ever seen the ones for college lacrosse no it is fascinating they'll do an all name team but it's literally like who sounds like the biggest trust fund baby in the world like Winston Wadsworth the seventh or something like oh like, yeah those are the kind of names and it's awesome these ones were just going with the coolest most like bizarre names period and there's no real order to this I literally just took them in the order on a list that Z sent me we'll be coming back next week maybe we'll even throw out some polls or something but we'll have uh, more comprehensive like who's first team second team an honorable mention but um, out of the 28 you sent over, Z, we'll go with uh, the seven that were at the bottom of the list here. And I'll let you start wherever you'd like to out of these beauties, because there's a couple absolute winners in here. One of my favorites has to just be Salvatore Guzzo. Like, <laughs> I, <Where's he> from? <laughs> I'll be so, like, Cause I only know a little bit about the player. Um, I desperately need him to like, if he gets drafted, I, I really need to have him with a slick back fucking hair, just in a white t-shirt. He's not, obviously he's not going to go first, second, third, fourth round. Like he is, if he gets drafted at the bottom of the draft, but like if hypothetically this is a dude who went like on day one, I would desperately need him to go up slick back, black hair, real like just barely fitting white t shirt, tucked into a fucking jeans with a belt, 
and just like fucking yeah exactly salvatore guzzo like that's fucking unbelievable if he doesn't get drafted i'll be pissed because he should just for the name alone but again i would love it if he went day one he just had that white t-shirt tucked into his fucking jeans with a belt slick back there comb in there too he was like yeah. making his way up he's fucking oh yeah just giving her fucking rights well and we got to give a shout out obviously to uh beckett hendrickson uh go for yes ever but, heard of him good player yes. man i'm yes. telling you oh he's, he's a stud he's a stud i think uh potential sleeper in the draft dude because i think he'll go late rounds mid to late rounds um that's a judd's bud oh he's a major judd's bud and uh i mean again just a great name though, too and it, it is probably it is. It's a lot more probably subtle. a great guy probably a great guy um, but I had to give the Darby the shout out. Yeah, that's oh. two great names. Darby Hendrickson. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Beckett so, Hendrickson. I, I got a I got two here for different reasons. Um, the very first one here, Zachariah Wisdom. Like, first off, just the spelling on Zachariah, unless you like totally botched it on your end, that is just a fantastic spelling for Zachariah. And then like wisdom is just a like bizarre last name. I kind of like it. Um, but for me, if I'm thinking, okay, this guy's going to come into my team, whether or not they're good, like, I don't care. I usually like going for the jerseys that are like less claimed and to be able to throw Costa Dinsky on the back of a Jersey would just be fantastic. I'd be so happy. Yeah. So starting with Zachariah wisdom, his brother got drafted by Philly, but a great player. This Zachariah wisdom's an overager could have gone last year. Uh, but his brother got drafted by Philly last year. His name is Zade. So we got Zade and Zachariah Wisdom. So I need him to go to Philly. Um, and following last year's draft, that's a there's a pretty good chance that happens because Colorado took McCarr's brother. Uh, Chicago took Doc's brother, even though they then <laughs> traded Herbie Doc. Uh, and I think there was one one other one too. Um, but they they're just keeping it, keeping it local, easy to scout, obviously. Um, but yeah, no, Zachariah Wisdom. He'll go this year for sure. He'll definitely get drafted. He's a good player. You know, Isha's not tuning in anymore because he didn't chime in with Sadines. I am like, God, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's Zachariah Wisdom, brother of Zaid Wisdom. Great name, great family, great players. Uh, and then Christian Kostadinsky. Uh, this guy <laughs> is a, he'll go late. He's going to get drafted. He'll go late. He's out of Sweden. He is a big, mean motherfucker big boy in the back end loves to hurt people loves throwing those big hits he's a sneaky good player he can move the puck he defends well enough he's just there's not a ton of like skill or whatever and the ceiling is super low uh but great name and again just a big like what else would you expect a guy named christian kostadinsky to do other than just be an absolute human mall this is fair all right, so that full group here again, we got Zachariah Wisdom. We have Beckett Hendrickson. We've got... You, you're trying to tell me ben, Beckett Hendrickson doesn't rock a fucking comb over at all times, by the way? Tell me. <laughs> well, and then we got Slick back here, Salvatore Guzzo, uh, William Whiteclaw, which, uh, I mean... That, that's, that's not his last name. Did my fucking computer you, edit you that? Typed it wrong, yeah. No, my I it's thought, an auto I thought it was White Law too, but it's White Law. He's Shattuck kid. He's five foot eight. He's a monster. He'll go early. Guess what, dude? We we do this Ron Burgundy style. All right, it was on the teleprompter. 
That's what I went with. It's so funny because I literally made it. I had to delete the C when I typed it out, and it just auto-corrected again, apparently. You got access to the same document as me. You can go look at it right now. No, I know. I, no, I believe <laughs> We got Felix Ungersorum, which how do we not even mention him? That's a phenomenal name. I always like the, the triple name. One of my favorite. Easy. One of my favorite players in this draft, by the way. Fun fact. Oh, where's he slotted to go? Like ballpark. Probably third. late second, early third. Okay. Crazy high upside. He's just small and he's not the fast player in the world, but like he executes like cross seam, cross eyes, fucking uh, passes. Like, like he's a crazy playmaker. He's so fun to watch. Um, he's okay. a stud. And he's also the youngest player in the draft. He's eligible for this draft by like 14 hours. Oh, September wow. 4th. So birthday, September 14th. Austin Matthews then, huh? Nice. For those that don't know, Austin Matthews was like, barely off from being in the same draft as McDavid and Eichel. That would have been insane. Who who would have gone first between Eichel McDavid. and McDavid. Matthews? McDavid. Never a question. It was McDavid. No, Eichel and Matthews. Oh. Uh, Matthews. Well, I mean, mostly because of character concerns, I suppose. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eichel's lucky he didn't slip. Yeah, <laughs> all right then okay. we got christian yeah. kostadinsky we talked about and then uh noel or noel one of the two nord Another which is Sweden. just fun with the silent h yeah what's it called is it uh man what's it called no i'm not gonna remember it was it automatopia is that what that is wait what <laughs> never mind all right we're moving past that all right I we think got it's automatopia <laughs> We got the next group of seven here. Uh, let's just get right into it here. Um, I'll, I'll read them all off and then we can get into it. We got Zeb Forsfjall. I'm just going to guess on some of these. Um, we got my personal favorite of the draft, Axel Sandin Pelika or Pelika? Which one is it? Yes. Okay. Got it. Uh, Mikhail Gulyayev. Daniil Boot, which is another like sneaky favorite of mine. <laughs> so uh, Man. Uh, Kai, nope, you Chaz. Okay, you Chaz. That's nice. a fun one. Uh, I think I actually got this next one, which is also insane. Gabriel Sturk, Stooch, Stooch, yeah, yeah, fuck <laughs> this game. <laughs> I'm out. I tap. <laughs> How is SC? S Z T U R C Stooch. Fuck this. <laughs> he's Czech or Slovakian. I can't remember which one. I think he's Czech. He play hey, he's teammate of uh Pavel Novak in Kelowna. He's oh. an overager. He's gonna he might be the first overager drafted. He's he's real good. Okay, fun. And then we got Adar Suniev. So yeah. you, you break Stun. down besides obviously uh Stur Stooch. Uh what, what are the names that pop out to you in this one? I mean, Daniel Boot, amazing, great player, super high ceiling. He'll go probably – he's got a chance. It's crazy. It's the Russian factor with him. So we'll see if teams are willing. He's a big uh, winger. He can make plays. He's got a crazy shot. He's a like super – he's a, such a good player. I love I love Daniel Boot. Uh, we'll see what happens just with the Russian factor on him. But, I mean, again, great name. Same thing with Gulyayev, Mikhail Gulyayev, highest ceiling, 
probably the highest ceiling amongst the defensemen, but he's like super boomer bust. He is crazy. So you think the ceiling's higher for him than than Axel? Yeah, because the 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 stuff he this kid can do is just I mean it is on. It's like last year my favorite play in the draft was Dent Matechuk. And he does the same shit, but like on steroids. Like this kid oh, is unbelievable, shit. but he's like serious boomer bust, but really fun to watch. Super, no, he'll super, go, super he'll high go to Columbus then. That's just how it's going to work. Yeah, probably. Um, he, for him, he's not like, I don't necessarily put him all name team personally, but I think he has one of the. Gulyayev is just a, good, a lot of fun for me. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a lot of fun. It's uh, Francisco. It's a fun word to say. Francisco. Francisco. But Francisco. uh I'm sorry, you said it's Uchat Uchaz? Kai Uchaz. Uchaz. Yeah. Red Deer Rebel, former teammate of Kyle Masters. He's a fun player. He's pretty good. Okay. Uh undersized, hot, super high motor. Just again, just a fun name. I could have added his teammate Kalen Lind, um, who's gonna go before him in the draft. But uh again, Kai fun, Uchaz fun. Um, you know, so I threw that in there. I just threw Gabrielle Stooch in there to piss you off. No, oh, that's and, a great uh, name. Like, I love the names that people are going to get, like, flustered by. Just, like, Zeb Forsfjall. Like, most people won't know what to do with an FJA. Like, And the there's an umlauts above the A, the two dots. So oh. it really fucks people up, too. Well, when we put together the too. actual list for next week, I'll definitely make sure, like, we have to have this shit locked down. The umlauts. Yeah. Umlauts. And then... uh and then Adar Sunayev is so fun to watch. Great name, but what a player. Um, it's funny. You'll either talk to a scout who's like super high on him or other scouts are like, hey, he's fine. It's one or the other. But like when he's at when he's on, dude, he's a fucking beast. So I had to include that. I just enjoy that name, Sunayev. So um, Adar Sunayev or Sunayev, whichever it is. Couldn't tell you. Um, oh, but yeah, no, I, I meant to actually break these. I really was hoping to like, have some time to sit down and like put these in different categories well like, we're gonna have that for next week it's all good perfect yeah we'll this, do this like getting ideas out there we already got a couple thrown in that i know aren't on our wait i'm pretty sure aren't on our list we'll just throw them up uh matthew contributed luca, luca cagnoni yep beauty stud by the way fucking unbelievable player probably could go first round but he won't that, that's uh, like a that's a rod brindamore quote i've ever heard yeah 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 no that wasn't that that wasn't the same first round but he won't (laughs) yeah well there you go and then we got uh maxime Maxime sturback yeah he's a beast big big boy big slovakian kid playing in the ushl he's a beast uh i think i'd do way better at this game than isha would the guessing foreign names I think yeah. it'd be way funnier if we did it with Isha or if we got my boy Q on here. That that would just be a disaster, but it'd be yeah. fun. I mean, the category I was thinking of was like, good luck, commentator. Uh, <laughs> good, like to... good luck, commentator. Okay. Every time they touch the puck, the guy's like, here's... <sighs> Jesus Christ. So this next group has two or three of the ones that really the got my attention. Can... I'll go through reading them all right away again, and then we can have fun breaking them down. But we've got Valdemar William Hull. We've got Cooper (laughs) Jazowski. We've got Tommaso DeLuca. We got Pateris Bulins. Tristan Bertucci. Grayson (laughs) Sachin. 
and Quentin Musty. I'll, I'll let you lead off here, Z. Like, what's what's the one of this group that stands out to you? I mean, Voldemort. You know, that's got to be. Dude, Voldemort is the one of the coolest first names of this draft. That's for sure. Voldemort. Followed by William Hull. <laughs> the, the fucking like creative trade really just like slowed down. At, like you a big William Hung no, fan? William, we have to come to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Why, why does everyone keep asking me that? <laughs> Who is it? Why does everyone keep asking me that? Oh, oh my god. Man. Okay. But, like no, they should have the second name. They really, really just didn't. You know, William, like, come uh, on. That's pretty um, good. Anyways. Um, I, I'm i a big fan of uh, Cooper Jazowski. Uh, any Jazowski is going to make it. Like, he's going to make the list. Anything, well, really, any Owski. Like, any I'm Owski. I'm like, ah. Monsters Incorporated now. Big fan of the Cooper with a K. Um, yeah. You know, I bet they, I bet the parents were like, Cooper with a, mm, with a K? Could be fun. Could be fun. Um, I mean Tristan Bertucci. I should have put him right Nothing next you, to Salvador. Do you not know Monsters Inc? What? Monsters Inc. Animated movie. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Um, I should have put Tommaso DeLuca with Salvador Guzzo and Tristan Bertucci. We could have just had. Well, that'll be a group for next time. It's all good. Yeah. But I, I think it's better if you spread them out because otherwise, like, we'd just be like Margareti. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Rossi. yeah, 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 fucking unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, those two. Tomas would look a good player, man. I fucking uh, I tweeted a video. He had a sick goal a while ago. But Italian with Salvatore Guzzo and Tristan. That should be a package deal. Like you shouldn't be able to draft one without drafting the other two. Um, you know what I mean? Like. You're just drafting the Jersey boys. Like, I, I kind of love that. Um, let's see here. Who else was in there? Uh, I'm letting it roll across. Oh, I, you know what? I could just pull up my document that I sent you. I, I figured that you were doing that this whole time, which is no, I wasn't. Doing. Um, um, uh, Grayson Sachin, fucking unbelievable player, a whole great. lot of fun. Um, and it's just a name you're like. I think I, I, I gotta know. say Quentin Musty is the most fun though. Like Quentin Musty. He's a Musty. Stud. That's just he's a gonna great, go high. That jersey will go sell. Musty. He should go high first round. He's a stud. He is uh, an absolute dude, wild card. He has a short wick. He's kind of a psychopath, but he is a fucking stud. If the wild get Valdemar William Hull, I'm gonna get a custom jersey that just says William Hull. Mm. That's the way. Yeah. Well, we got another contribution from Matthew. That's a good one. Nico Miatovic. Yep. He'll go. Guess. He'll probably go fourth, fifth round. He's a good player. Nice. Good name. Any Nico. So funny, dude. Like, half the people that good. like listen or tune into anything and like aren't real tuned into draft stuff, they hear you say like fourth round, they're like, oh, fucking loser. I know. Right? Like, there's not amazing players that go past the first round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man! All right, we could. Joe Pavelski, go? Joe Pavelski stinks. That seventh round pick, dude. Pavel Dotsuk, dust. 
horrible player, horrible guy, probably character concerns. I mean, character flaws for, so. sure. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. All right, we can move on. <laughs> All right, we got the last group of seven. And again, this is just for the initial list. We'll probably have more. And we'll probably just ask anyone that's listening to the full version of this video or the video that I clipped for just the all-name team talk, comment below. We will definitely take any considerations that you want to throw our way. But we got the last group here. Hunter, fuck you. Um, I need to pause on that one for a second. I'll come back. Oliver Bonk, Bo Akey, Hugo Howell is just fun. <laughs> of my course, that's my personal. That's my favorite. Mike Hugo Hell is my favorite one. That's a good one. Will Smith. I mean, obviously. Um, I I felt sick adding that in, but I was like, how? Can, what am how I getting? Can you not? not put this in there? Like, God damn it! He's forcing my hand. Yeah, you got no choice. Well, his parents are forcing your hand. Um, Anton Wahlberg and Oscar Fisker Molgard, which I don't even know if you spelled it right, but maybe you did. Um, and then I'm going to go back. So we got Hunter. Good luck commentator category. Bruce DeWitch. That's pretty good. That's about it. I, yeah, like, I had to sit there and pause for like eight seconds before I said it. <laughs> Can you That's imagine? A, a guy, he's like going up the ice and pass across to Hunter. Bruce DeWitch. And by no, then, that's when you just go. already gone back the other way and gone in. It's a goal. <laughs> that's just when you go first name. Here's Hunter. Uh, yeah, Hunter I mean, Bay. I had to put that in there. The good luck. That might be like the top of the good luck commentator. Fucking, that uh, is the category. winner of the good luck commentator. That one yeah. is the only one that's like stopped me in my tracks. Like, I don't even know where to start. The and I am very. For yeah. anyone <laughs> listening on podcast only, it's BRZ. U-S-T-E-W-I-C-Z, which all of that, I could do it easy. But when I get B-R-Z, that's where my brain just stopped and was like, the fuck am I doing? Anytime a, the letter Z follows a consonant and it's not the last letter in a word or name, you're like, fuck, like uh, this could go anywhere here. Um, yeah, Hunter Bruce, I'll be actually curious to see where he goes in the draft because he's got legit upside. He's a really good defenseman. Um and I mean, again, good luck to the commentators. How was I not putting in Oliver Bonk, son of Roddick Bonk? Um, yeah. Last name Bonk, you're getting on the all name list. That's just how it has to go. Um, curious to see where he goes too. I know the the people that I do, the, the smart scouting people, not a fan. Um, but there are a lot of people have him late first round. So we'll see. Uh, Bo Aiki, great name, great, phenomenal player, another fantastic defenseman. I love Bo Aiki. Um, tell me more about Hugo Hell, though. <laughs> Hugo Hell, as legit upside offensive defenseman, solid player. I like him a lot. He'll go mid to late rounds, probably. He's got some legit upside, but yeah. um, I, but everyone needs Hugo absolutely Hell. needs love, him to go to New Jersey. Imagine. Imagine if he didn't. Oh, I know, right? That jersey will sell like. Oh yeah, and you'd oh, have to God. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, imagine like he didn't have a cool first name though, like uh, Carl Hell. Like, <laughs> like that would that would really be funnier actually if it was just like Tom Hell, <laughs> Rick Hell. Rick, I was going to say Rick. God damn it. <laughs> That's gonna be our default now when we don't know a first name. Yeah, we're going with Rick. <laughs> uh, 
um hugo hell he's uh, hugo hell what a, that's my favorite that's actually like it's simple it's funny there's just a first name great last name phenomenal like yeah. big fan of that any hugo i, I usually i'm like <laughs> i like that guy i bet uh he's probably a beauty probably loves his beers even though he's 18 um you know in sweden I'm sure, i think that's fine i think it's legal over there but yeah hugo hell very fun player very fun name Let's just breeze over this. Will Smith probably go. Actually, I put him third on this list, and that's I didn't even rank it on purpose. But uh, probably going to go third overall to Columbus, even though I think if you're in Carlson um, or Mitchkov, whatever. Dude, that, so the the ECH boys had uh, Will Smith on their podcast, and they just dropped the episode this week. He but- is a beauty, and I actually the player that you're about to mention, I meant to put him on this list. That's okay, but mid-episode, he stops them and sends them a video of him just fucking going a guy in, like, when they're playing a junior team, and he just fucking barrels him. Uh, you, you go ahead. You can touch on him here. Brady Cleveland. Is that who we're talking about now? Yeah. I meant to put him on this list because it's just like, I bet I know exactly what he looks like. Um, and yeah, no, he's a big, tough motherfucker, big boy defenseman. He just, he's tough. He's real. And Will Smith had the balls to fucking decide that's a guy that I should go. No, no, no. Will Smith didn't fight him. <laughs> oh, no, that's what you were saying. No, no, no. They, they played. I was going to say, I was like, they played yeah, yeah, yeah. GDP together and basically, like they were playing one of the junior teams and like they were they never about, fight. Oh, they fighting they be allowed in college. He's like, well, we got this fucking mutant on our team named uh, Brady Cleveland. And he pulls up the video and makes him watch it. And he's talking about how he's just like a psycho, like only has one speed, like in practices, you have to like calm him down. Cause the wires cross immediately. And they're like, so what, like, do you have to keep your head up for him? He's like, fortunately that hasn't been a problem up to this point, but mm-hmm. other people definitely do. I was going to say, the way you worded it sound like, though, I was like, why the fuck? They're on the same team. That'd be really, f- that's how tapped Brady Cleveland is. <laughs> like, he's like a stay at home demon. So if he like made a fucking like outlet pass to Will Smith, like a first pass, and like Smith fumbled <laughs> it and went the other way, he's like, fuck you, man. I fucking, that was a good first pass. Well, that even be better really though, uh, they, they were talking to him about going to BC and they asked uh, which of his lineys he was going to room with. And, <laughs> the co-host asked like what they're not gonna let you guys like triple bunk can <laughs> yeah, you dude. imagine can you imagine the three of them just going to school together having a three-person dorm together that they would be should. fantastic it, that should be legally required they should have to um and they have to get drafted the same team it's not it's not possible but they should have to be <laughs> his number was taken number two yeah. so he's gonna be number six because he's like I don't know. Jack Hughes wore it. It looked okay. So I guess I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, bro. Um, Good rationale. And now we're going to move on from Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. Uh, very, very white Will Smith. Yes. Um, and Anton Wahlberg. Another one of my favorites in this draft. He is a beast, dude. He's six foot two, six foot three, 200 something pounds. Center wing doesn't matter. Super raw, like the hockey sense isn't there all that often. But 
like the tools he has. He could skate. He's got crazy skill. So many of his goals this year are like sports center, top 10 goals. I think we've actually profiled him on this podcast before, but I love Anton Wahlberg. It's just going to take him a little bit time to develop just because again, He's super raw, but he's got crazy tools. But I was I not going to include, even though Mark Wahlberg, piece of shit. Um, how was I not going to include Anton Wahlberg? Probably way cooler than Mark, too. Probably, well, definitely a better guy, for sure. Uh, less of an asshole character, not a concern. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, major character concern. Can Anton talk uh, to animals? Yeah. Hey, dog. <laughs> How's it going? That's all right. Never not make me laugh. So you're like a dog. That's pretty cool. I'm Mark. Mark Wahlberg. All right. Say hi to your mother for me. Now I'm gonna talk to a chicken. Hey, what's up, chicken? So you're a chicken, right? That's pretty cool. I'm Mark Wahlberg. All right. Say hi to your mother for me. (laughs) Holy shit. That's one of the best impersonations ever. By it's the way, so, that, oh my he, god! It's well, so, he looks, it's just he like, looks the part well too. <laughs> the, the 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 second he starts doing like, <laughs> you're like, yep, that's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Hey, so like, you're a chicken. What's that, What's like? that all about? <laughs> What's that all about? All right. Oh. So how do you move for me? Well, but before your uh, final name here, because it's a, another fantastic one, we got a great one from Sean Cosgrove. This needs to be added to the list. <laughs> this has to well, be. <laughs> what's his fucking dad? It's uh, uh my God, is it? Yeah, his dad's name's. Uh, is it his? I think it's his dad. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Boom. <laughs> yeah. Menace. Menace <laughs> to society. That guy was a tough motherfucker. Um, yeah, we'll add him to the list too for sure. I also love when a guy comes into his draft year and they have the full name. Like instead of Joe Bookaboom, he's Joseph Bookaboom. Mm-hmm. I just cut. Oh yeah, Samuel Hanzik. It's like why isn't he Sam? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But great player though. Yeah. Great player. Phenomenal great player. player. First round pick, no doubt. Stud, super high ceiling, fun player. Love him. Nice. So final name here. Go off my. Draft son, Oscar with a C. I don't know why I put it with a K. That's what I thought. Fisker, Molgart. The O in Molgart has the fucking dash through it because he's Danish. Nice. This is my guy. This is my guy. He's a star. More, more so than Leo Carlson? Um, He's your defenseman guy. He's a I'll let you too. do that. You can have your center guy and your defenseman guy, and you can have a winger and a goalie. Well, they're both centers. Oh, Mulgaard's a center? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I get um, all right. Yep, it's the whole three-name thing that's throwing me for a loop. Yeah. Is Axel what do you mean he's a four? He's got three names. He's got to be a defenseman. Yeah, right. That's... <laughs> all right. Um, I'm dumb. <laughs> someone just said, will vote. Will vote. I just – this is the initialist. The other guy right behind him, I had Ryan Fine. That's the same like same idea, um, but Oscar Fisker Bolgard, dude, I fucking love this player. He's an absolute stud. He literally was playing junior hockey in fucking Denmark two years ago, and by the end of this season, he firmly 
supplanted himself as the second line center on HV 71 in the SHL. I think his, we're only just starting to see some of his upside. I've read a couple of stories about him too, where like he is like, we've talked about Banker being like the coach's dream, like the most low maintenance player ever. Like they had, I, I guess they had a team meeting with like, like Mulgaard, you got to work on like face-offs. And he literally within a week was like top 10 in the league in face-offs. Like it was just like, it's unbelievable. So I, I, I fucking love this player. Like, I think he's incredibly smart. He's a two-way center. He also is, like, 161 pounds. So, I think once he actually, like, bulks up, too, I think he's going to be a monster. He flashes high-end playmaking at times, Shooter too, just got beat again. <laughs> did he? I love that. Good for good for the world. That's good for the world. <laughs> oh, my God. Twitter's not going to be nice to him. <laughs> so good. I love that. Um, but, anyways, yeah, Fisker Mulgard. That's my that's my draft son, him and Leo. Um, I hope he goes first round because he should. Cheers to Suter being a pylon. A uh, but that's the first edition of the all name list or all name team. Um, we made some good progress we, here. We learned a couple yeah. extra names. We definitely determined that there's got to be different categories, but then like categories aside, we're going to have to have the first team, second team and honorable mention, like who yeah, has the best fair. ones, but that's fair. That'll, that'll be, let's plan for that next week in the uh, next. Well, we'll base it on whether or not we've got uh, a game being played at the same time. Yeah. If there's a game, we'll save it for the next week. If there isn't, we're giving her. Love that. Love that for us. But um, I think that's going to do it because I definitely got to run. But nope, that will do it. I hope people enjoy. I mean, at one point we had like 16 people <laughs> in here. It's really yeah, funny. Yeah. They'd be like, 16. That's fucking awesome. I don't know. You were freaking but, out when we when we went from like nine back up to 11 at the end of the longer stream. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that was crazy. Who did that, dude? That was like four hours in. I was about 14 beers deep, dude. Like, we're just mocking the entire first round. That was so funny. You were like, we could cut it off here. We could just go to like Minnesota. And I was like, let's just fucking do the full, full first round mock draft. Fuck it. <laughs> we were on for four hours. Oh shit. Headphones died twice. <laughs> fucking unbelievable. Oh man. I haven't posted it yet, but I clipped just the portion of you and how you like, handled and conducted yourself when i got booted from the stream <laughs> it's pretty i was fun. just <laughs> i was like oh no this isn't good i should that's okay i'll just keep talking big long pause yeah whenever i say that i just like don't actually talk anymore so that's a problem um chat's electric here we go <laughs> let's see what's going on in here <laughs> i really hope it comes back because i can't do this much longer by myself <laughs> dude i when you came back i was like dude i got like 30 seconds left in me i was like fuck <laughs> this is crazy how did i do this by myself every week for a year mm -hmm. yeah for an hour and a half oh god Man. all right well anyways folks thank you for joining us during playoff hockey you absolute lunatics um it was fun doing the live shit. If we can keep doing this and like even get more interactive with the chat too, that'd be fun. 
Um, There'll be weeks where we just throw it all to the chat because we don't want to come up with ideas. <laughs> do you like fucking like let like last week of July? You're like, there is just nothing going on. Like, or mid-August where it's like all the free agents have been signed. You're just like waiting, like nothing cool's happening. You're like, fuck me, this is insane. Like, what are we doing? And this uh, year we don't even have World Juniors to watch, which that was an absolute gong show anyway. The worst World Junior tournament of all time last summer. Great. That was so bad. Um yeah, though you're at the point where like, all right, um, this podcast, we're gonna talk about uh the Minnesota Wilds preseason schedule. Uh we're gonna preview each game. Uh they play the Blackhawks uh, four times. All right, here we go. Um, I think they've got a chance this year, and that's gonna do it. That's the show. That, I mean, you where, know, you know, this is going to turn into like by late July, early August. We're just going to sit here and do table reads from Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah, <we're>, yeah. <laughs> I'm oh. actually, I'm actually sending in my own audition tape uh, <laughs> just to be an extra at a Dunkin' Donuts for any Boston movie. I'm so I'm just going to have my own script here, and uh, okay, all right, large black coffee. All right, I think I can do that. Hey, how are you? Uh, Lodge Black. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking using a cod. Anyways, let's get the fuck out of here, dude. I'm already yeah. in trouble. <laughs> and that, that, that's about that's about the cue. That's a that's about the cue to end it. Um, oh wait, do you know? Uh, oh fuck me, what's the goddamn comedian's name? God damn it! I don't know, but he's got well, he's like halfway through his Netflix special, or he's like three quarters way through, and he starts like he makes like a like a pluto joke and he goes yeah don't worry about it guys we're, we're about done um yeah no i know we're all once once we start making like solar system jokes everyone's like man is he almost done like it's like yeah no we're almost done it's fine anyways uh <laughs> we're gonna get the fuck out of here thank you everyone for tuning in the live edition was fun we'll do these however often who knows again at some point uh maybe see you next week maybe we won't I think wait, hey, wait, is this seven in a row? Dude, I think this is eight in a row, not in friendly neighborhood wild fan. You guys made my night, dude. You gotta fucking find shit to do. I'm just kidding. Thank you for doing <laughs> it. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> okay, yeah. We we need I to love you. Before I alienate the entire like everyone that's ever listened, like you guys are fucking <laughs> no, okay, we'll stop. All right, uh, we'll see you next week, maybe, or we won't. Who knows? Maybe it'll be live. Maybe it won't be. Maybe it'll be never. See you later. Bye. Judge Bugs, we're out. <laughs>